It's freaking it's no, freaking stressful no, we, trying to trying to come up with something funny every week and being like, oh, what's our good intro? I I'm coming at a loss. I, I gotta come up with a bag. joke. I think we, you know what you, we need we, we need a we need a plan a plan B joke. Plan you know? B joke? Yeah, we need something. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta you know, no. if it's looking a little dry, you gotta be you to come up come out with a joke there. You know, mean like, hey Did you hear uh, whether <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever like, gamer joke. Hey, did you hear about the two gamers that pre-ordered Vault Seventy Six? One guy. Yeah, yeah. They exactly. both got nylon bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And then we'll be like, "Oh, there you go. That's an intro. That's an intro." Gentlemen, what's up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with TIE Fighter and the one and only Buddha Will. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated in bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby, I'm before before I head on into it, let me remind you that we have a website, thehardcorecasuals.com. It's the uh, the central hub for all things hardcore casuals. Make sure you you stop by, uh, uh, take a peruse peruse the offerings. The podcast is there. We have some uh, some uh, articles and much more to come down the line. So check it out. Uh, we also have the Patreon, thehardcorecasuals.com/slash/patreon or patreon.com slash hardcore casuals check it out uh if your heart says hey you know what these guys these guys are putting in a lot of work it's christmas time let me let me give a little offering you know what i'm saying uh, we won't stop you we won't stop you uh and with that said sci fighter buddha will how you guys doing <laughs> hey man what's going on doing excellent excellent yeah doing all right doing all right man you know what i didn't stream yesterday i slept instead look at you look and at you. oh my god Sleep makes all the difference in the world. Holy freaking! <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it must be nice. Don't be. Yeah. Don't oh be yeah. Ty, you did the exact me. opposite. I have streamed more this week than I have in a long time. This was a busy week for me, <laughs> streamwise. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right in. So this week was the release of uh, the new Destiny content, the Black Armory. Oh yeah, and yeah. I somehow got into my head that I needed to grind out levels so that I can do the new raid that came out yesterday. And not everyone knows how leveling works in Destiny, so you do these particular tasks each week. They're called milestones, and these milestones reward you with gear that bumps up your your quote unquote your power level. 
And this power level is an average of the power of each of your pieces of gear. So it takes you know your your primary gun, your secondary gun, your heavy gun, and then all your armor, and it averages the power of each of those pieces of armor, and that is your official power. And then it takes that average power and compares it to the power of your enemies in order to decide if you get a damage buff compared to them or if they get a damage buff compared to you. So we thought like, oh, hey, we'll just grind these milestones real hard and get up and we'll just get into the raid and, and be awesome. And it's going to be great. And so I made it over the course of the week. I spent way too much time on this game. I think I put in 30 hours this week of Destiny. Ooh. It was a lot. Uh, and I made it from 600 power to 619 power. I felt pretty good about it. And then we get into the raid, and the enemies are 640 power. So I'm 21 oh. levels behind the, the enemy. Oh, Lord. And I was, it was only me and one other guy on our team of six that were at 619. Everyone else was either a little bit lower or way lower. And so we got in, man, we just got pooped on. It was <laughs> so bad. And so we were just banging our head against this wall because we eventually figured out how to do the first encounter, but no one had the ability to take more than like one bullet from the smallest enemy. And so we just, Ooh. we couldn't do it. And so after what was a couple hours of just like, okay, like you, you with, with any blind raid, you spend time learning the mechanics. So we spent about two hours or an hour and a half learning the mechanics. And it's just like, well, like, okay, I get it. There's no way, like, we're not going to get it. And so I feel kind of silly for having spent so much time leveling up because there was no way we were going to get there. That, that was just a, a foolish goal for us to try and go for. So and anyway, we ended up, jumping into the uh, older raid last night the last wish just to uh, get some extra powerful gear and then we'll give it another go maybe in another week or two uh so that was most of my week and then actually on monday i got to play good old playstation spider-man for the first oh, time how's that oh yeah uh it was it was great <laughs> that was a lot of fun dude um the the smoothness and the uh man the the fulfillingness of swinging around new york as spider-man was something i haven't felt in a game in a long time so that was really special and very very cool and i was really glad i got to share that with viewers and and, and everyone else I, it was a lot of fun and i can't wait to see where that game goes so i made it through uh the first boss uh i can't remember his name it's like shocker oh no, no it's his name's herman yeah i remember i keep remembering his first name his name's herman but i don't remember his his villain that name. Is shocker Shocker, that's the one, yeah. So I made it through that. I, I beat him in the bank, and then that was my that was my checkpoint. So that's where I'm at. I'm I'll I'll definitely go back into Spider-Man this next week and uh and we'll see what happens. I don't think the game is going to be particularly long. No, so it's not. I'll it's not. I'll probably beat it in another another three or four days. So yeah. Anyway, so I have that. And then uh just as a just as a plug from last week, I said I was gonna finish the Darksiders review, and I absolutely did not, thanks Destiny. Uh <laughs> until until actually yesterday afternoon. So I've got the the finishing touches on that on the website. So by the time that you guys are hearing this podcast, it'll be Monday. And that review for Darksiders 3 by Good Old Tie Fighter will be live on the hardcorecasuals.com. So make sure you go check it out www.thehardcorecasuals.com
Com. Bang, bang, baby. Bang, bang. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for you guys. All righty. Well, uh, um, to me, it was it was a, a Doom and Minecraft extravaganza. That's all. I, I didn't really play too much. Uh, or it's a hell of a much. combination, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doom? I even, I even yeah, titled Minecraft. a couple uh, streams Doomcraft. I was like, uh, the emotional yeah. roller coaster of a week for you. Well, what it is is that is that really I love Doom, right? And it was uh, is it's a little stressful though. The, like there's a certain uh, there's certain, it takes a certain amount out of you, you know, at least for me. Because well, it it's because you're took, playing on freaking nightmare mode, dude. Uh, well, uh, I'm I was trying to unlock nightmare mode. I I was on the hardest difficulty that I could do is ultra violence. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, there you go. It was it was freaking tough. It was it took it took all my first person shooter skills, <laughs> but it was at the same time it was a freaking blast. It really really was. I Ooh. beat it. Uh, the and the ending. I'm to me like I know I'm late to the party. All right, but for me knowing that that Doom Eternal is right around the corner. When I saw the ending of Doom, I was like, yes, baby, bring me more. You know, it's just it, you mm-hmm. know it was just right there. Um, I, I was I, really... uh, I was disappointed in the ending of the story, uh, not the little teaser they had for the next game, but like the like uh, the identity of of who was the final boss. I was very disappointed in that. I mean, it was I, I was it was kind of uh, ex- expected. I I agree with you, right? I agree with you that like there there should have been more of a reveal thematically, right? Like like in the actual story. To feel I mean, yeah, like there was no more idea of a conclusion. Who this thing was right, right. We, we've been chasing, you know, villain A for the entire thing, and then all of a sudden it's just like, nope, it's villain B. Kill this person. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, it's it, it was it was a little bit uh, uh, obtuse, right? It was you know they they didn't they didn't yeah. really go in and explain much, but I'm hoping that they do so in the in the next. Uh, in the next one, Doom Eternal. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I think all in all, it was a wonderful game. I loved it. I loved it. I think if if it wasn't so close for Doom Eternal, I'd probably be more uh, uh, jaded with the ending. You know what I'm saying? Because it didn't really give you much. But for me, I'm like, oh, I've already seen pictures for Doom Eternal. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh but yeah, so they did that and did Minecraft. That was that was it. Minecraft was my chill down game, and I've really been enjoying it, uh, making a build. We have uh, uh, speaking of which, we do have the uh, Patreon sub club uh, realm, Minecraft realm. So if you if you like the Minecraft, go ahead check out the Discord, uh, thehardcorecasuals.com/slash/discord. Join in the community. You're gonna want to talk to Almond Almond Zombie Duck, um, co-founder of the Hardcore Casuals. And the she's uh she's heading up the, our Minecraft efforts, so for all things Minecraft, uh, yeah, hop on in there, is you can meet some of the streamers, and say hi, and that's it. That's oh, yeah. it. I'm done. Extra plug. How oh. about that? Very nice. Very nice. So uh, for myself, let's see. Um, I decided to dip into um, the Game Pass a little bit, and I um, I tried out this game called The Gardens Between. Whoa, what is that? uh, Um, it's kind of like uh, you know that game that we were talking about before, Manny. The uh, the bridge, I think it was the bridge where you can rotate. It's like a rotating puzzle type of thing. 
this Wait. is kind of like that, but it's you're moving the whole map forward or you're moving it backwards. Oh. Um, and you play these uh, two kids that are the best of friends, the best they could ever be. And they together, they, you know, you move them through this map together, but there's, you know, there's a lot of going back and forth, unlocking this, moving this back forward. But all in all, it's, it's a very clever little puzzle uh, for something as simple as just moving back and forth um, through your map. So that was a lot of fun. I, I, I enjoyed that. That's been my little uh, uh, downtime, uh, downtime game. Uh, when I'm not killing people from Battlefield Five, um, which I played a lot of that as well, they um, they released the uh, Tides of War, so I've been digging into that. Um, I already went through it and got my cool new gun that they give away for uh, prestige and through through that little nice segment. Yeah, now I'm just picking up pieces, just getting like. There's certain things that you can do, like build a snowman and stuff like that, that you can get like extra XP on. So, trying to trying to slowly knock some of those out before going back into my regular conquest mode, and then uh, I should at that point um, do the war stories that I keep banking. <laughs> I keep like leaving those in the back burner just so I can keep playing more multiplayer. But um, but good times, good times. And then I uh, I also checked out. Uh, ashen um you know i saw that that it was going to be available uh for download via the game awards so i went ahead and tried that out how was it um hmm. well, well i well. you know what I, I i liked it i i liked it it's just the the way they do multiplayer is probably the most confusing multiplayer i've ever seen um so first of all what's it about um, it's basically it, it's basically an RPG, which you probably would like, Ty, because it's very dark soulish, nice, very dark nice. soulish. Um, but uh, the 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 key to it is that you have either an NPC with you, or the question is, is it really an NPC? Because the way the multiplayer is set up is, you don't really know if that's an NPC or if that's another player playing with you. Okay. And there's, they say, like, I even went back and watched the video with the dev to see in his interview at E3 when he was talking about it, how you were able to play with friends. And, um, I, me and my son tried, uh, for an hour or so last night trying to figure out exactly how it would work. And all I could gather is, is that you never know if you're really playing with somebody or not. Like, it, you to you because you because when you're in the multiplayer you don't change so it's like if you're playing a tie and i happen to just randomly join into your game to me uh, for you i'm gonna look like the npc and you to me on my side is gonna look like the npc so i think they're just lying i don't think there really is a multiplayer <laughs> <laughs> because there's no way there's no way to really tell there's like there's no way like it was just like they said oh yeah 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 no you're 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 an npc and it's like oh okay but you cannot tell because there's no like there's no chat or anything like that there's no there's no way to communicate with um with the uh, the npc slash maybe multi you know other player um you really 
you really don't. So uh, I'm going to have to dig into a little bit more and see if there's something that I'm missing. Well, I mean, um, you were never able to communicate with multiplayers in Dark Souls. Right, for- right. But it was very apparent that you had another player. It's true. Yeah, like- that's, it was always a big glowy thing. Yeah, that, uh, that this, they had going. it doesn't tell you anything. Is it, it just- necessary? Like, is uh, is multiplayer important to this game? It's not. You can actually do things solo. Okay. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit harder because um, you can turn off your NPC that they assign you anyway because there's an AI that they give you. And that's the thing is like you don't know if this AI is actually still AI or if it's actually another player now. Um, like, you might be able to see some movements like, well, that doesn't look very characteristic for an NPC. But other than that, you really don't. You really don't know. Um, but that, that the, that's what uh, I was that's what I was actually thinking. Like if you're in a party and you are partied up in game and you, mm-hmm. you know and as well as voice chat, you mm-hmm. weren't able to, to differentiate no. like okay, like you know, run in a circle. No, because it doesn't give like you that, that option. You can't you can't just uh you can't just party up and be like, Oh yeah, hey guys, let's go in here. Nope. Like like me and my son tried it all last night. We we, we just we could not figure out like there's even like a a multiplayer code that you can put in and we thought oh we'll just put in that code and if you put in the code and i put in the code then surely we're the only ones that can go right right <laughs> and, it, and it just didn't work that way um i don't know i'm, I'm gonna I, it, overall though it's it's a very pretty game um it's it's pretty interesting um uh the 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 fight mechanics are dark souls this is it's just dark souls tight um the um i haven't uh, i've only done like maybe because we spent so much time trying to play multiplayer or trying to make it multiplayer um like i've only done like maybe two of the little missions that they give you right off the bat but uh pretty cool little game and it's uh you know it's on game pass so you know why not right why so, not yeah i mean i mean right now if you're not on game pass you i mean you're really losing you're you're losing out because <laughs> lame yeah, I mean, I mean, they. I, it's, it's tough. Well, I remember when it first came out, and even when we first started the podcast, talking about it, like, oh, you know, it, like we can we can see it getting better. People and dogged it. the 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 pace at which it has improved is crazy. Like, oh yeah, it's really they've really yeah. made it something. I think I, I do. I think pick. it was even a, it was a larger success than even they had anticipated. You know what I'm saying? They were expecting a ramp up, but I think it quickly became something bigger. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And then um, I also played uh, some uh, Red Dead Redemption online. I went back into the fray. Uh, Yeah, I I tooled myself a little bit better. I went and did a little research as to, um, you know, what I need to be working towards. Um, And once I did that and got a better idea of what I I was trying to do, uh, and just made myself a little bit more prepared for other players because that was um, that was the one thing that I wasn't doing right is that you know once other players would happen upon me and decide they were going to take advantage of me, I wasn't very prepared for it. Now I'm very prepared. Like now, uh, it, it's kind of weird because I had to play pretty much paranoid, and I guess it's kind of like the same thing as Sea of Thieves, right? I mean, you you, you get all this loot and you're like, crap, I got to get it back. Hopefully I don't run into anybody and there's like, a, you know, a shootout. Right. And that's, and it's, and it's basically that 
you do your missions, you load up your horse and the whole time you're doing stuff, you know, you're hunting and everything. You're, you're going back and looking at that map to make sure there's no red dots coming your way. Um, strategically planning, which at least for me, you know, which towns I need to go to, like, I need to go ahead, like, okay, well, I'm going to hunt this area. My camp's over here and that's a safe spot. So if I'm going to this town, how many people are in that town? Like if I see like four or five people and they're just like frantically running all over town, I know there's a shootout going on. I don't need to go there. I'm just going to get caught in, in the mix. So I avoid those places. Um, there are a few places that you can fast travel. Um, so it's not just a, a horse ride. Um, because the when you go into a cinematic scene with a horse ride, it's very pleasant. It's very calming. And I'm not going to lie. Uh, one of the times I was trying to make it back to, I fell asleep during my ride. I fell asleep <laughs> on the horse and uh, I woke up and was like, oh, crap. Like, where is all my stuff? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it, it's, it's a, uh, it's so far. It's, it's a lot of fun. Now that I got a, a better handle on things when I first was in there, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is horrible. Um, but uh, they just dropped an update and they fixed a few things. I played some of the other game modes that you're allowed to play. I played a uh, a mode where you're basically stealing a horse. So you got like 16 other players. Everybody's trying to steal a horse uh, and take the said horse to this like uh, pin area. And whoever can get it there wins. And, you know, whoever has the most time on the horse uh, beyond that gets points and money and that sort of thing. So it's fun little games like that um, that I got to play. So. Uh, very interesting. Um, they haven't said anything as to when the beta is going to end um, or if it is going to end. I don't know. I kind of hope it doesn't because I've accumulated quite a bit of gold. I've got a new, I got a little system that I've <laughs> that I've started. So um, I'm hoping that they don't squash my hopes and dreams as a cowboy. Because <laughs> I've worked really hard, really hard. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, other than that, um, I, uh, I, I, I got uh, Smash Bros, man. I, I went all in and um, started wrecking things on Smash Bros. And um, it's been a hell of a good time, I must say. Who are, you, uh, who are you maining so far? Uh, the, the, I don't know who he is. He's the villager. I don't, he's like this little kid with a, with a big giant butterfly net. Do you um, mean Ness? No, no, it's not Ness. It's not Ness. Uh, he's just called the Villager. I think he's from that game series, though. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. To be honest with you, there's a lot of people that I see that I have no idea. I did like Link. I played a lot with Link, and I liked him a lot too. Mario's fun. Uh, Kirby is always a good time. But uh, this Villager yeah. kid, I end up falling through, uh, falling back to and using because you can play like an adventure mode, which is kind of cool. Uh, they've got this whole story uh, set up and you can actually, you start as Kirby and you play through. And as you play through and beat folks, uh, you gain more fighters. Um, and my, probably my favorite thing is that you can play like classic mode and have its own like little, uh, they have like a, you know, boss fights and stuff at the end that you fight. Um, but every, every so often randomly, you get hit with a challenge from a new fighter. So you get an opportunity if you win that battle to add them to your roster, because that's, that's what smash bros is all about. Just, you know, trying to accumulate all the fighters. So you have all the options. So when you are duking it out, you've got all these endless possibilities. 
so it's been a lot of fun chewing through that stuff and um uh attaining more 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 fighters so i've been doing a lot of that too so and that's all i got i kept it calm and sweet oh baby yes, man. <laughs> i gotta say um <clears throat> if i had if i had a a switch i mean i would probably be on the smash bros train you know what i'm saying but uh but definitely i was i was watching uh who was it uh radnick's uh part of the uh hardcore casual community he was he was running some uh mario kart and oh my goodness i love mario kart so much i'd be on that yeah that's a good one too anyway what what is that oh are you hearing something oh i do yeah, it's my news music. What's up, everybody? It's the news. We did it. We made it. Oh, it was really mustering smooth. all my energy for this one today. Oh, yeah. uh, but I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Uh, okay, so the news. How much sleep is... did you actually get? Did you last night? Uh, three and a half hours. Oh my oh. god. Oh. oh man, that's work. That's workable. That's doable. Yeah, I know. Come on. Yeah. I'm kicking four. I'm kicking. Yes. Kicking a good four. That's oh my god. I I I had like ten. I, 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 whoa, whoa, yeah, that's a little slept, too much. I slept a lot. Be nice. It was wonderful. Okay, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the news portion of this podcast. Good to have you here. My name is Tie Fighter TV, along with my good friends, it's me, Manny C, and Moodwell. We are uh, jumping straight in. I don't know if you guys saw it on Thursday of this week. We had the Game Awards, which is basically an Oscar-style award show invented by a one Jeff Keeley. Uh, I think this was the fifth iteration of that program, and it was a heck of a good time. Uh, it has definitely evolved from a a, a celebration of, of games and art to what is basically a industry-wide event that includes worldwide premieres and announcements and music. And uh, it, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so we're going to go over kind of what we saw and what we learned. Uh, winners for the categories first. And then we'll go into some of the big announcements. And then move on to some other news from there. So uh, in what was a nail-biting uh, race for Game of the Year, God of War from Sony Santa Monica pulled out the W. So I was... I was very concerned that uh, Red Dead was going to pull this one out because Red Dead had a heck of a night. But I felt like the feedback that I was reading from every news outlet over the course of the year just kept saying, God of War is the game of the year. God of War is the game of the year. But Red Dead Redemption could be really good. But Red Dead Redemption could be really good. And then Red Dead came out and uh, everyone said, yeah, the, you know, this is real good, blah, blah, blah. But I, I have also read that there is a, a pretty sizable people that um, feel that the the pacing of, of Red Dead is a little too slow or, or this or that. And uh, I never heard any of that kind of negative feedback on God of War. And just so, just so strictly from my perception of media and friends and reviews and comments, God of War seemed like the clear choice for everyone has always had something positive to say about God of War. Uh, and that didn't feel true for just about any of the other games. So uh, good for them. I'm excited to play it when I get to there. Uh, I, I'm playing Spider-Man on, on PS4 right now, like I mentioned. God of War is kind of next on my list, so I'm I'm very excited to jump into that. Kind of in that same boat too. I got I got I picked up a PlayStation as well just to play some of these games. And I the first game I got was Spider-Man, and the second game that I'm going to get will probably be God of War. More than likely. 
Yeah, buddy. But I mean, you know, I, I felt like, uh, I mean, you know, I, I thought it was going to either be uh, Red Dead Redemption or God of War. Um, I think that was really the race, or you know, between those two. Yeah, and, I agree. Um, I mean, not God, not God of War though has been out from... significantly longer. You know, it came yeah, out, and, and and recency bias or memory bias, as they call it, it played a plays a factor, I'm sure. Right. Uh, but it, I, I know they try and have it not, but it's so much easier to remember how great a game is a month ago than it was eight months ago. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but, you know, I think all these games are are really good. I mean, honestly, the only one that I haven't played, uh, well, I mean, I have Spider Man. I haven't got a chance to play it yet. Uh, would be Celeste. Um, okay. And I did look up a lot of stuff on it, and it does look like a really cool little game. I uh, want to pick that up, bro. Story. Like, I sure. I would put money on it coming to Game Pass in the next four or five months. All right. All right, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna hold on. Because... I mean, it, it might be on sale. Like, uh, like they did a lot of uh, game awards sales going on right now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So that's true. You could probably get it for uh, fifteen bucks or so. But e- either yeah. way, regardless, like, like it is a much smaller title, you know, and a mm-hmm. much smaller indie title in the middle of all these crazy heavy hitters. Like, it has to have some serious weight to it, man. I'm very yeah. intrigued by this game. Yeah, well, from what I understand, it's got a pretty decent story in its own. It's got its its. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was actually it won uh, biggest impact of a game due yeah. to its story and its and its look at I believe it was depression, right, uh, and and mental health. So yeah, right. Isn't that so funny though? Like like um, Celeste had this great impact of a game and uh, and it was dealing with depression and um, Hellblade, also came you know came with a wonderful story also dealing with uh with mental illness you know good stuff i'm super interested it's just a a, a topic that's really only recently coming into uh uh, acceptance and and something that people realize needs to be talked about and so the developers who are taking that first leap into talking about it openly and honestly and showing uh, what it can be like to struggle with those things instead of just talking about it. Uh, it's a big deal. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that these developers are doing well and, and able to display the reality of those illnesses through an inter- entertainment medium. That's good. I, well, yeah. I, I mean, really, I, I, guard too. Well, right, right. So, so, so there, there's lots of, of games that are doing this, right? Um, like I played, um, <clears throat> Oh, uh, what what was it called? Uh, I I forget. I want to say is in. No, it was not inside. Damn it! I can't remember the the name of it. But it was it was uh, about a guy who was dealing uh, or suffering with with cancer, like terminal cancer, and he was dealing with the 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 prospect of his impending demise. You know, and sorting through the emotions of of death and dying and depression and and acceptance and and all that stuff it was an unbelievable uh story and if you if you check on the website i'm gonna actually uh make make note because i i can't remember the title of it but it was it was a wonderful story um and there's another one uh what's the one with a freaking uh yarn dude with the strings unravel Unravel. That's that's dealing with uh, with dementia, right? So this this little little string dude, uh, 
is is like r- rifling through like the memories, the forgot, like the the fuzzy and forgotten memories of of this uh, uh, woman, uh, elderly woman, and and I think that's also just another you know like heart wrenching like real story, but it's like games, like you know, I'm, there's still people out there that that mock games as a medium, but it it really is. It's interactive storytelling, and it can really get into some some deep and and you know profound even uh, uh, concepts and 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 stories and and whatnot. So I'm 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 excited to see games explore those areas. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna buzz through some of these, and we'll talk about others. Um, in in what is the biggest shock of the year, Fortnite wins uh, the best ongoing game as well as the best multiplayer game. I'm, uh, I don't. I, I, I well, to be honest, like what, it had to win the multiplayer. Had the, it had to win. It had sure. to win something. And and I mean, I know that it could be argued that other games did ongoing content well, but. Uh, I'd like to say Fortnite earned best ongoing game as well, since they are basically the inventors, the innovators of what is a now very popular model of the battle pass. Um, that was introduced in, in, in what April of this year. And within six months, like three other games instituted their own battle pass because it's a good idea. Basically subscribing to a game, uh, subscribing to a free game. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, so good for them. Uh, like I said, I think I think Fortnite is probably the most powerful cultural driver right now, especially for young yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then they've done a good job, right? It's a cool free game. Yeah. You can I mean, play, it anywhere. You can play it with anyone. Cool, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, obviously, uh, we and we've talked about this at length. Uh, so uh, they were up against Destiny 2, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Siege for a best ongoing game and pulled the W. And then... Uh, right. My heart, my heart is with Siege, but <laughs> <I> you know. <laughs> uh, and then for multiplayer, they were up against uh, Black Ops Four, Destiny Two, uh, Monster Hunter World, and Sea of Thieves, and they pulled the W there as well. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Okay, so game direction was also God of War. So good to uh, Corey Barlog for pulling the W there. Man, uh, I was best- really pulling for a way out. Really? <laughs> yeah, I really love the way that game played out. And the guy that that uh Joseph, the guy that uh runs that thing, I mean he's he 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 made last year's game awards interesting. Uh but I was really hoping for a way out. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that, that was was that him with the crazy yes. stuff last year? Yes, oh, yes, funny. yes. And they were smart this year. They brought him on early so that way he wasn't a little he wasn't too intoxicated right just get him quick yeah Yeah, that's what he even said he's like oh yeah yeah, it's a good thing yeah it's good thing you got me right off the bat (laughs) a way out was uh, was fantastic what i'm like unbelievable yeah detroit become human that's uh that game is uh, another one that's uh, on my little playstation hit list that i want to try out and see what all the the hype was on that one but yeah Way to go, God of War. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, best narrative goes to Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that narrative, Boo? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, I I haven't played the actual story mode of it. What? Uh, but I've heard, yeah, I haven't even touched it yet. I've been in the online. But the online itself has its own story. Like, it has its its own little 
storyline that you can follow along to. So to give you a purpose in this world as to why you're playing online. Uh, and, and it's, and it's good. It's, I mean, I enjoy it. I think it's, it's really cool. Um, when you go on missions with your posse and stuff, it goes to a whole cutscene, like a little, like a little, uh, insight into what, uh, you know, why you're going to go steal this wagon and why it's important. And those little things like that, even though it's supposed to just be multiplayer, um, and you know, and for some people, you know, they can just skip it, you know, but me, I just appreciate the fact that they're willing to do that, <laughs> you know, for just something as it, they took multiplayer and, and, and polished it up a little bit, you know, and I can appreciate that. So. Nice, man. All right. So best art direction went to a little, I think it was an indie game, uh, return of Obra Dinn. Yeah. It looks wicked weird too. Does it? I need to, oh, I, I didn't even check it out. Yeah. 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 It's it. uh, the art direction is, is is really retro, like a cool retro. It's like a black and yellow pixel looking deal from what I saw. And I was like, whoa. I was like, that's trippy. I was rooting for Octopath Traveler. I really that's a Yeah, it definitely had a cool kind of like 2D, but also 3D look with shadows yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, okay, so best score slash music, best audio design, and best performance all went to... Red Dead Redemption 2. So big ups yeah, to man. Roger Clark as uh, Arthur Morgan. Big ups to Woody Jackson for creating the music and then audio design as well. So good to them. Basically, basically that was the best sounding game this year was Red Dead Redemption 2. So that's cool. Yeah. It's kind of a kind of a fun little little set of awards to win. Uh winner for games for impact was Celeste, like we mentioned. Uh focusing on on mental health so good for them uh and it was really it was really heartwarming to see kind of the whole studio get up there and say thank you and uh, that, that was pretty special i think uh they also won best indie game so big ups to celeste um such a small game by such a small studio being stood up against giants like yeah. god of war and and, and Red Dead Redemption, and doing great and winning best indie and games for impact this is one we probably should check out and if it if it if it goes on sale again i'll probably pick it up like i think it is my responsibility as a gamer to oh, support totally. this, this, this i agree brand. uh you know uh, so I, on that note my birthday is next week so you know <laughs> <laughs> xbox gamer tag it's me manny c yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right right so <laughs> next is a uh, best mobile game called Florence. Apparently this game is very short, but also quite emotionally impactful. Like it's, it's a $3 game that you can get on your mobile device that takes approximately 45 minutes to an hour to beat. And it is apparently like gut wrenching. So uh, might be worth checking out as well. $3 is not very much. And it is now the best mobile game ahead of things like Fortnite, PUBG mobile, the Game of Thrones uh, game and Donut County, which also has has previously won awards as well. I don't know much about Donut County, but it has already been cited as a pretty solid mobile game as well. So. Uh, it sounds delicious. I know, right? Uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission won the best VR AR game. Uh, I expected Beat Saber to pull it this year just I really because of too. how much I've seen about Beat Saber, but Astrobot. Uh, after that. Best action game went to Dead Cells. This is another indie pulling it over the top of uh, some big boys. So 
Dead Cells beat out Call of Duty, Destiny 2, Far Cry 5, and Mega Man 11. Uh, and this is a this is a 2D side scroll, uh, you know, Metroidvania style. It was freaking style sweet, game. though. It, it yeah, I mean, it looked fa- freaking fantastic. Yeah, yeah I saw a lot of gameplay. Yeah, it looks it's pretty cool. Like I, the way they they set up the system because it's like little turrets and stuff that you put down and whatnot. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, action adventure went to God of War. A uh, role playing game went to Monster Hunter World. This Ooh-hoo. felt surprising, even in the face of games like Pillars of Eternity, Octopath, Nino Kuni, and Dragon Quest. Like there's some there's some big RPGs in there. Uh, interesting to see Monster Hunter pull it. Uh, but good for them. I feel like they deserved a award. It was obviously a very successful game that sold many, many copies and really pulled Capcom back from the brink of what could have been a pretty bad financial situation. And now they're sitting pretty from such a successful game. So good for them. And I'm glad they got uh, an award of some sort. That's a good game. That's a real good yeah, game. Yeah, despite their lack of underwear customability, <laughs> it was uh, it was all right. I think the cats. Uh, I think it was the cats. You know the cats. Really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The cats. My sister bought <laughs> the, the game. My sister yeah. bought the game <laughs> specifically for the cats. And I, to- no. I told her, I was like, "Yo, you're. Do you know what this game's about?" Like, no. But then look at these cats. I was like, "All right, go ahead. Do you do you do your thing." <laughs> I think I think Almond came into one of my streams one time, and we literally sat there and designed this this cat for about I don't know an hour or so. Oh my god, <laughs> it's a great cat. Okay, so next award we have here is the best fighting game, Dragon Ball Fighters Fighter or Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, family game is Overcooked Two. Uh, strategy game Into the Breach, for which I know nothing about. I actually know nothing about. Any of these Battletech, Frostpunk, Into the Breach, Banner Saga 3, Valkyria Chronicles 4. I don't know any of those games. Yeah, I've not been into the I'm not big on so. the strategy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, Buddha. Your one and only Forza pulled the uh, top sporting sport <laughs> racing. That's huge, man. Pulling it over FIFA, pulling it over over 2K. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they've uh, they've pushed help push uh game pass and uh I mean, the game's good. The game's a freaking good game. I can't wait for that uh, that new, uh, I guess, expand or not expansion, but new DLC that they've got, uh, Tr- Fortune Island. Um, I'm waiting for that. So, mm-hmm. gonna be good times. Uh, best student game. These are all games made by uh, university students. So it's called Combat 2018. Uh, I don't even know where to find that. Maybe on Steam. Uh, that one. Uh, a debut indie game from The Messenger, so the, the debut from Sabotage Studios. Another an, is this another two D kind of side scrolling game? The Messenger, I believe. I believe it is. Okay, worth checking out. Overwatch wins esports uh, game of the year. I, I I have some thoughts about Overwatch being esports, but I don't think that applies to here. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite one of Legends, really. One of my favorite things of the night was when uh dominique sonic fox mclean pulled oh, yeah. the w4 esports player of the year his speech was was very special uh it was a lot very very fun did you guys watch yeah. that yeah yeah i did good. i did i've seen a lot of sonic fox because i watched a lot of uh, evo and the fighting the fighting game scene he's he's all over that thing and he oh, is yeah, very, he's the top man. He's very entertaining to watch. Um, it, it, when he loses and when he wins, it's 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 uh, probably one of my favorite 
players to watch as far as uh in that setting you know it's pretty it's mm -hmm. pretty dope mm -hmm. pretty cool uh we had quite a few other esports uh winners as well uh, i'm gonna skip over these just because we don't talk about esports too much here uh with uh the one and only ninja pulling content creator of the year in the uh biggest not surprise of, of yeah, the evening exactly. so like uh, it, it was the year of uh, Fortnite, and it has to be the year of of Ninja, you know. And but, one whatever. one uh, uh, unfortunate thing that we saw is that all of these five out of five of these content creators are are Fortnite creators, and I thought it was kind of a bummer that they felt that Fortnite creators were the only ones that they should consider eligible for content creator of the year. Um. Yeah, and I was talking with uh, the gentleman I I stream a lot of Destiny with, Mr. Big Daddy Teach. Uh, and he had mentioned the precedent that this kind of sets. And if you think of a young content creator, someone kind of just getting into the game, uh, well, all five of these content creator of the year nominees play Fortnite. That tells me that if I want to be successful, that's what I need to do as well. And I feel like that I agree with with Tej when when he said that that's a pretty scary precedent. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if you can help it though, because Fortnite's had such a big impact on the on streaming. And content. I mean, I get that, and I understand you know, that uh, it's a popular game. But is, is content creator just based on number of Twitch views? Uh, well, I mean, the, that and YouTube, and I mean, you know. I mean, I'm okay with Ninja winning. I'm actually very okay with it because I believe that since he's come into the limelight, he's done a good job of setting a good example, and yeah, he's made very positive changes to his stream, and he's, uh, you know, positively sending good messages to the non-gaming world about the gaming world so that's good uh but i'm just bummed we didn't get other creators as part of this list as opposed to the top five creators from the board uh, it's list. probably because the numbers probably don't add up they probably just don't have mm -hmm. it compared to these you know the fortnite's such a dominant thing with the kids man uh it's really hard to i know but like get around so is it. everyone you know, on this do? list setting a positive example is everyone on this list you know sending the right message is everyone on this list doing good things i know dr I, lupo is a great example of a great streamer and that a lot of his content is focused on raising money for charity so that's really cool i know nothing about the other three so yeah, i you know i don't know i mean honestly i've never watched a ninja stream to be honest with you I don't even know. Him yeah, I mean, when I watch YouTube. him, I usually last like ten or fifteen minutes, and then I move yeah. on. I don't really watch much of these Fortnite. guys at all. Like, yeah. well, I know what Fortnite is. I don't need to watch yeah. this. So, anyway, that's uh, those are the awards. Uh, but let's move on to a couple of the announcements for the night. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three is oh, on its way, and it is oh, a Switch baby. exclusive. Oh, baby. Uh, for just as a heads up, we're using Kotaku.com's big announcements of the 2018 Game Awards. Yeah, the so links are going to cool. be. I saw the, the gameplay there. Looks kind of nice. Hardcorecasuals.com. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Patreon.com. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Marvel Ultimate Alliance coming to Switch. Uh, it looked a little blocky, uh, but I think that's. I think we're kind of giving that concession because it's on Switch, and it'll have multiplayer, but it'll also be single player. It looks like you can play as a wide range of different Marvel characters, as per usual. Uh, it'll be fun. It looks fun. Just a, a, a cool kind of. It, it looks a little bit hack and slashy, to be honest. Well, I mean, that's kind of what the Ultimate Alliance is. I mean, is yeah, it? But, I've never played yeah. those. Oh yeah, they're great, man. They're great. It's it's a top down. Um, just pick your favorite uh, comic book character and just wade through the masses of fodder, uh, and then you'll get to a boss, and then you'll have to fight the boss. But it's pro it's probably my favorite Marvel game out there. Granted, I haven't played Spider Man yet, but all over, um, as far as uh, being able to play 
different comic book characters and you can put like teams of four together in different situations to get like bonuses if you're using like all of the fantastic four or all the x-men and that kind of stuff it's uh it's it's pretty awesome it's, it's a blast so i'm really stoked about this like this will be like one that i will definitely be getting for the switch cool cool uh far cry new dawn is on its way uh a lot of people when they first saw the teaser they're like oh it's fallout for far cry i i don't think it's quite that i think it's i think it I is like post either. a bunch of bombs dropping but like the color scheme is bright pink apparently this this sort of uh flower bloom has taken over uh but the map is new hope county or hope county from far cry 5 uh but years down the road uh, and I, I guess the synopsis is that the cult of Far Cry 5 were, were more or less correct uh, in, in what was going on. So that's interesting. Uh, but what I thought was uh, most interesting is that this is a $40 game. It is not a $60 game. Huh. Oh, color me in So that's cool. Might be the first uh, Far Cry I pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I mean, it makes sense, right? The development cycle has been obviously uh shortened you know since oh yeah the last yeah, one came yeah, out, yeah yeah in, yeah in the spring of, of this quick. year uh if they're using the same map or at least the same topography they're saving themselves a ton of work uh so we'll see what happens that's kind of cool um i didn't pick up far cry 5 so this one probably won't be a day one for me and there's looks it looks like there's plenty of post-apocalyptic games coming out so oh yeah, uh, yeah. we'll be all right post-apocalypse uh, is, is the new zombies you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, it totally is. It totally <laughs> is right now. Uh, Supergiant's new game is in early access now. It is called Hades, uh, kind of a roguelike dungeon crawler. It looks a little bit like Diablo, but different. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, if you're familiar with their other games, you know, like like Bastion, Bastion. which was yeah. phenomenal. It looks yeah. basically exactly like that, but... okay. They do. They they string together an ama- a really really good story. Like how they tell their uh, or structure their storytelling is fantastic, and okay. their music, the music for these games is top notch. And just looking at this trailer, it looks you know very very similar to Bastion and their other uh, previous games, and that's that's okay for me because because their formula is fantastic. Great storytelling. Um, really nice top-down action and a hell of a of a musical score. So count me in on this one. Nice. Uh, Anthem dropped their next cinematic trailer. Obviously, I'm very interested boom, in that. Boom. Unfortunately, I can say I was not allowed into the alpha that is taking place this weekend, so oh, I cannot report back uh, on that one. Uh, but we will let you keep you up to date on that one as that one it looks, looks good. It still looks good. good. It looks super good, man. Uh, Crash Team Racing. Nitro fueled, so it looks like they re- is it, did they remaster it? Yes, it seems did. like a remaster, a remaster. Yes, yeah. So from 1999, it'll be available on 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 all consoles June 21st. So about six months out. I mean, here's my it, favorite it announcement good, of the night. Oh, go for it. Uh, oh Obsidian's yeah, this one. Oh. Outer Worlds, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have not watched the trailer for it, The Outer Worlds by Obsidian, I definitely recommend you go do it. Uh, but it definitely carries kind of a very similar Western sci-fi feel of a, of a Borderlands style game. But in your head, if you're trying to figure out how to picture it, picture picture Fallout in the Borderlands world. I right, so I feel is- that when you're looking at this trailer, right? First of all, it looks 
good. It looks really it good, looks, smooth, polished. It looks significantly better than Fallout 76. I know those right. guys are looking at this like, oh, and, and that's I'm not what saying like it looks like a better game. It, it does, but it, it like the visuals look really good. The visuals very look really, really good. The, yeah, the facial animations look good. So. Yeah, and start. and when when they're like, cause we all know Bethesda is having uh, PR problems. You know what I'm saying? Just just a couple. Just just a, just a few PR problems, right? So when when you're looking at at this game and it says from the original team of of Fallout, right, <laughs> and the makers of Fallout New yeah. Vegas, one that is still like very fondly remembered and whatnot, right? I think I think th- those are just very timely little statements. Uh, in in the face of Fallout seventy six and this the current PR nightmare, uh, Bethesda finds itself in, and I'm, I mean, and remember guys, Obsidian is one of the new games, uh, um, developers that Microsoft picked up, so I'm like super excited about this. Yeah, boy. So this yeah. one isn't a Microsoft exclusive, yeah, uh, yeah, but exclusive. it is very exciting to see like, oh, this is the caliber of, this is the quality of game that Obsidian is. Absolutely, still Absolutely. capable of making. Absolutely. You know what? What it reminds me of. It reminds me of when I bought uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, okay, well, this is cool, but this is what I expected from you know Bioware. And then you see freaking Anthem's trailer come on, and you're like, wait a minute, right? What just what? What is this? Like, and they're like, oh yeah, from the guys that were part of Bioware, and you're like, what? What happened? Why is Andromeda like trash? And this Anthem game looks like balls to the wall there. And I feel like it's the same thing <laughs> with, with the, the Outer Worlds. It's like, oh, you got Vault 76. And it's like, yeah, this is this is cool. This is cool. And then you see Outer Worlds and you're just like, oh, no, right. this is what right. it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, do you think Obsidian is going to, I mean, uh, um, the Outer Worlds is going to be on Game Pass because it is picked up by Microsoft. It would be uh, interesting. I feel like Maybe if it right was away. going to launch on Game Pass Day of, they would have said that like like yeah. first thing. Yeah. Uh, but Manny, it's absolutely possible it could come very very quickly afterwards. That might be worth uh, it. Might be worth sleeping on uh, day one. Oh baby. But they, I think they did announce it is coming out in 2019 at some point. Yeah. So we'll see. Right. Right. Yeah. We got time. We got time. That's cool. Uh, Hello Games, maker of No Man's Sky, is releasing what they're calling a Hello Games short. Uh, It is called The Last Campfire, and it looks like a uh, kind of fun little adventure game. If you guys saw the trailer for the game Tunic at E3, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this sparks sparks feelings like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's it's just a very uh, very well animated, very interesting looking uh, little adventure game kind of in the realm of of what tunic kind of looked like kind of looks a little bit like uh ori in the blind forest in its color palette um but uh it, it looks cool go check out the trailer it's it looks very nice uh and it'll probably be kind of a like it's, it's it'll be a hello game short right a little quick little game yeah not, a no, not another no man's sky i'm i'm, I'm yeah, happy was- for for hello games like they they had a, a a bit of a rocky time after uh no man's sky launched you know what dark, I'm saying? Times, dark times dark times and it seems like they're they're coming out the other end you know they had a, that good uh uh what is it the, the dlc not really dlc but the update that was that was well received oh, for no sure man's yeah sky. the next update yeah and, you and, know and i think that's what these games have to do you know i it's obvious, and we and we've seen quite a few of these games come out to rocky starts. Um, you know, if they stick with it and really put in some work to try to 
right the ship, it I think it pays dividends. I mean, look how oh, absolutely, and, and because we're in we're Siege. in the age of of games as a service, so games of pro, you know being played for a prolonged period of time, and when they they mm-hmm. show support for these games and add more content, it creates a better experience. The problem is when they don't or fail to manage the levels of expectations of the game, right? And then and then people start saying, wait a minute, you said A, B, C, and right. where we are getting X, Y, Z, it's different. Right. You know? Yeah. That's that's the problem. But uh but yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Carry on. Never apologize for giving me your thoughts ever. <laughs> Uh, next is uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is getting a new winter map. Uh, apparently, it is covered in snow and has snow tracks through oh. which you can track people, which is super Ooh. interesting. Uh, it is called Vikendi, and it is they're, they're saying it is six by six, which puts it uh, directly in between their current major yeah. map sizes. So in between uh, Erangel and uh, Sanok, which is their small map. So that's kind of nice. Hopefully I wish be I was nice better time. at PUBG. I cannot shoot anyone. It doesn't matter how close they are to me. I shoot around everyone. Uh, I so played, I wanted I, to give a, a quick comment on PUBG. I uh, I was going to report on something that came up on PUBG a while back uh, on a different podcast. And so I told myself, if I'm going to talk about PUBG, I want to make sure I'm up to date on it. Okay. And so one one night, it was like a Sunday night. I wasn't streaming or anything. I just told myself, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my toe and see what happens. So I downloaded it. Uh, obviously, uh, things look much better now that it's in you know quote full release. Uh, the menus right. are a lot smoother. And I jumped into Sanok just to see what it was like. And the the game has smoothed out pretty significantly. Um, right. Jumping out of the plane, uh, parachuting, landing, transitioning into into third person mode. And and doing the whole thing, it it has gotten much better. So big ups to uh to blue blue hole for that. Uh, so this will be an interesting map. I wonder how their engine holds up with snow that leaves tracks and stuff. Uh, it seems like an extra burden on a already struggling machine. But um, that is a good point. We'll yeah, we'll see. Studio Wildcard, uh, makers of the popular dinosaur game Ark, are releasing a new MMO survival game with pirates and also dragons and a map 12,000 times the size of an Ark server comes yeah, to that Xbox. That is insane. Year. Now, let me say, I was, I was, I was happy I wasn't... Uh wearing pants when i was watching this trailer we might have been it might have gotten uncomfortable real fast because this game looks freaking fantastic that's right i like my poop to go directly onto the couch thank you (laughs) exactly Uh, but yeah this looks this is cool um i so they say that that each map is going to hold forty thousand people uh that seems like a lot considering we still have trouble getting a hundred people onto a map. So I'm curious how this game is built uh, and how they, how they work that server side. But this sounds like a big game, man. Uh, I think historically MMOs have had a very hot and cold reception on console, you know, games like uh, Neverwinter, I don't think really caught on quite as well. Uh, ESO has done very well. Um, But, you know, especially on PC, uh, MMOs that are not World of Warcraft have struggled. It, it sounds like this may be an Xbox exclusive. It says it comes to Xbox uh, preview program next year. Right. So 
that'll be kind of cool. Well, I don't know if it'll be an exclusive, but it'll definitely, you know, as a, as a preview, it'll be exclusive. Uh, but once it comes out of preview, then it probably will reach out to the masses. Okay, cool. So once again, Xbox players are beta testers and All right. everyone else. Right. Yeah. Um, All right. Release. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fix us uh, up. Ashen we'll say how it is tastes. now out now. Game which we first heard of uh, four years ago is now available on Xbox and PC. And I believe mm-hmm. as of the 7th, a.k.a. yesterday, the day before the recording of the podcast, which you are currently listening to via the hardcorecasuals.com. It is out now available on Game Pass. So go check yeah. out Ashen. Also, yeah, Below okay. is on Game I Pass. I can't wait. I really... Did it already come out? I thought it wasn't supposed to come out yet. But below. Did it... Maybe it's next week. But I think it's next below, week. It's next below week. is out very soon. Yeah. I want to play Below Perfect. so bad. I've almost you picked it up countless times. Like it's a game that that uh, I'm very. It just always looked super intriguing to me. Well, now you I get was, it for free. I, now I got it. Oh, baby, absolutely. Nice. <laughs> uh, we got a little tease for the new Dragon Age. Uh, they called mm-hmm. it. Uh, there's a little reference to one of the characters in Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, what do they call him? The the lone wolf, the wolf guy. Oh, the dread wolf rises. So the dread the wolf. dread wolf. Uh, yeah. Solus was a character in Inquisition that was your friend the entire time until he was the enemy, uh, and that mm-hmm. made me sad. So, uh, <laughs> at some point, I'm gonna go back and play through it again, but I don't know when that's gonna be. Uh, the Stranger Things directors showed up. And when they announced that they were going to be there, I'm like, cool, we'll finally get a release date for Stranger Things 3. Uh, we did not. We got I know. We got a trailer. F- yeah, dude, it wasn't even close. We got a trailer for a game, uh, a 16-bit co-op adventure game. Kind of a, I don't know. How do you describe the look of this game? 80s. It's not a, it's not a side-scroller. It's, it's one of those ret- ones where you're kind of looking top-down. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a retro uh top down kind of RPG co-opy game. Yeah. It looks yeah. like X XCOM like with a, but without the the OG XCOM without the and super old turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I was disappointed uh, we, with this with this uh, You're disappointed with this? Oh my gosh. Dude, I we, we wanted Stranger gonna... Things the sh- the show, dude. That, bro, no, that's what I'm talking about. No info yeah. on the show. I gotta get any info on the show at a game. Says Awards. you, jeez, dude. Of course yeah, we should. Yeah. They're saving uh, that for the Netflix You can't bring Stranger Awards. Things people somewhere and not get Stranger <laughs> Things. It's gonna right. be the Netflix award show. That's it. that's where they'll announce those sort of things. This is about that. They, they have been talking about a Stranger Things games for for a hot minute. Remember, originally we were supposed to see something tell tell wise, and that got whoosh, kiboshed. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was happy to see that the we get some kind of Stranger Thing game. It well, yeah, it is it is true. Some kind of Stranger Thing game. I'm interested to see you know what the co-op is like, but I'm I guess I'm I guess for Stranger Things, I'm just more interested in watching the show than I am playing a game about it. To be honest, I just you know just just bring uh, bring the next season. <laughs> Uh, the next announcement was a wickedly brutal trailer oh, for was Mortal it? Kombat 11. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! This goodness. was this might be the bloodiest, most violent trailer I've ever seen in my ever entire seen. life. Ever seen? Yeah, uh, there was a couple it's times. So like, they showed it on this family program, and it, uh, dang, it looks cool. It does, I don't do a lot of really fighting does. games, but holy <laughs> shit, man, <Yeah. laughs> it was crazy, brutal. Uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 trailer, go check it out. It's it's wild. 
Fortnite announces uh, a new thing called the block. So last week they announced a creator mode, which I think is pretty cool. Kind of kind of a Minecraft esque, like here's an island, build whatever you want, do whatever you want, kind of thing. And then apparently what they're going to do is they're going to take the best buildings and creations from creator mode and one at a time put them on this giant concrete slab that is on the battle royale island huh. so, well, so if you make a structure or or activity that is cool they will allow it to be public as a part of battle royale which is fun yeah it's in the place of what risky reels yeah, yeah it's yeah, where yeah. the theater was yeah so very cool good for them for doing cool stuff uh, Super Smash is getting a uh, Persona DLC. This is a pretty big moment for people who are, are playing Smash. I didn't play Persona, oh, yeah. so didn't feel quite as good. But Joker from Persona 5 is going to is gonna join in uh, as one of the five DLC character packs coming later. Uh, finally, uh, let me, I'm just going to list out a couple more here. We got uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Journey to the Savage Planet, Ancestors, The Humankind Odyssey, uh, Scavengers, which is a game they called a coopetition. Uh, the Pathless, which is by creators of Abzu. Uh, Dauntless, which is what used to be a PC-only kind of Monster Hunter-style game, uh, is coming to Xbox. And finally, uh, this is uh, Manny and Buddha's favorite announcement, Psychonauts 2 is coming. Bro, Psychonauts <laughs> 2. Did you mention also Rage 2? There was, Rage there 2 was- is coming. That was a yeah, trailer yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. But Psychonauts 2 has been in the works for for quite some time. It was independently funded. Uh, super excited about it. Man, Like a lot, I, I'm going to go back and play the original Psychonauts uh, on stream. It, it It is one of the probably the most underrated or one of the most underrated games of all time. Like, it is so freaking fantastic. Uh, so psycho- seeing the trailer for Psychonauts 2, I'm super excited about it. And you can visit visit the stream uh, if, you, if you're interested in what the original Psychonauts uh, was like. I'll probably make an announcement at, at, some, at some point. Uh, in the new year, Psychonauts 1 will be played in preparation there of Psychonauts go. 2. Oh, baby. So, uh, so yeah, well... Thank you so much, uh, Ty, for that freaking roundup. Oh my God, there was a lot of there was a lot of freaking stuff going was a in. Lot of stuff. It was a big night. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, lots of stuff to go into. Lots of trailers. Um, if you if you haven't really looked into it, uh, definitely take a look at the website, thehardcorecasuals.com. We're gonna see the these articles that that and Kotaku did a wonderful job of just really just putting in all the pertinent information that you want to see as per announcements in really nice format so uh so yeah check check it out the hardcorecasuals.com what else do we got here let's let's just move on i guess to uh to the to the next bit you know what i'm saying so so i know uh fortnite has has been in the news recently right uh, so two Millie is suing Epic Games for the Fortnite dance. Now I, I think uh, you Buddha were yep. or you're a little you you know a little bit about this. I seen from talking before you you were up on this news. Tell me a little bit about two Millie suing uh, suing Epic. What what's that all about? So basically, for for uh, for anybody that remembers, like there was the the dance move, the Millie Rock, um, that was from two Millie. Um, 
that was very uh i mean it, a lot of people were doing this dance um it, it it wasn't it wasn't just something that only he did there was a lot of uh other r&b i mean uh, rap artists r&b artists I mean, there was a lot of it was, it was in the media big time um as far as doing this dance and that's how he kind of got popular kind of took things off for him um so fortnite you know has a tendency to um see things that they like and tweak things a little bit and put it in their game and if you've if you're familiar with the dances in Fortnite, it's a it's a, the dance called Swipe It. That is the Millie Rock. Um, so I guess when Two Millie saw this at first, he was like, "Oh, that's cool," you know, because everybody's doing it. What got him uh, apparently was the fact that Fortnite was charging for this dance money, and then he, yeah, right. and then he was like, "Well, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa." Right. Like, you know, you're making and money also, off this dance? Like, uh-oh. He, he, when you're looking, you know, even any cursory look at Fortnite, you're, you're, you, re- you see the types of money, the amounts of money that's being made by this, by this game. Right. It's freaking crazy. Right. And he put out an interview and he was just like, look, you know, he's like, the money part of it is here, no there. He's like, but you need to give credit where credit's due. Um you didn't credit me for, for, for that dance and you, and, and you should have, and there's other dances that they've gotten that people haven't gotten credit for. So there's kind of like a, I don't know, a little bit of a standoff because, you know, Fortnite is big in the hip hop community. A lot of people that are into hip hop play Fortnite. They, they, you know, they're, they're with it, you know, they're, they're, they're a part of the culture. So there's like, a thing going on now where it's just like, yo, you know, uh, you need to start giving credit where credit's due and not just taking these dances and whatnot or, um, and using them to your benefit. Um, and you know, me and you talked about a little bit, Manny, you know, as far as like, what, what, what can they really do? Um, as far as suing somebody for a dance move now, from what I saw from like some interviews with some lawyers that were talking about the topic, they were like, look, you know, you can, you can go copyright wise on something that's like, um, like a, a, a dance that's been choreographed and, and is elaborate. But when it's just like a f- simple moves, there's nothing really to protect that. Right. So that's the, that's the part where he's going to have problems, um, in his lawsuit. Uh, I mean, obviously his lawyers think that there's something they can do if, if, if all else fails, it, it might just make more awareness to it so I see I, it's good, definitely going to be something to to keep an eye on right because essentially what's going on here is that it's something from popular culture so so right. uh, not just fortnite is not alone in picking things up from popular culture and adapting it to their games i mean it's it's well, what's popular the at the time that. everybody does it everybody <laughs> yeah. does it you know yeah. it's out it's there just, I, I, mean, I guess I guess if you're, I mean, I guess there's some kind of line that has to be drawn or whether like if you're making money from it, you know what I mean? That's, that's I, I the mean, only well, part Well, what about it. freaking comedians? Are you going to start suing them? Because, hey, you know, you're, you're making reference to, to, you know, what my, whatever it is uh, that I did to be put into popular culture, you need to start paying. Like this, this, uh, to me, right, it's a little but bit usually silly. It's more, it, but I mean, if it was just, if it was, if they were just walking up and selling a ticket because they're going to tell one joke. I think that would be different, but because it's a whole body of work, you know what I mean? 
Whereas like, if you're paying for a dance, you're paying just for that one dance. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're for that, just that one move or like one skin for that matter. Like, you know, like the John wick thing, you know, they called it, what is it? Reaper or whatever. It's freaking John wick, you know, and, and you know, and Fortnite will do that. Like they, they look at things and I think that's part of what has made them so popular because they look for what is popular right amongst the kids and their demographic so then they find that like oh the kids really like this well then we're gonna figure out a way to put it in the game and you know they go crazy over it and i think this is just another example of where they were looking at like oh man look at this dance that everybody's doing from back in the day oh well you know this needs to be in here because that's part you know it's part of the culture so boom i don't know it's gonna be interesting over over the scrubs dance which was freaking so old but it was a fun little dance that's i mean not, that's not on... necessarily part of popular culture Fortnite brought that back you know what i'm saying right 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 i mean you know it, i i think it just depends on what happens with this uh lawsuit you know what i mean like what i mean it's definitely going to set some guidelines down you know what i mean the, the only thing will probably have to be a little bit more careful i well yeah they're gonna have to be a little more careful but i i don't necessarily think that it's a problem for Fortnite to scour popular con- culture uh, 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 you know for their own things i don't think they have to or should be uh made to to pay everybody you know what i'm saying like i mean what, no. if, what if like memes are something. out there or whatever like i don't know it, it just seems ridiculous and it uh, just might be something to where they just actually have to start giving credit you know what i mean well that it's just like but what, uh, you know what yeah, like, we'll, oh, we'll we'll this see. Is where it's we'll from. see. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it's definitely something to keep an eye out. I don't think there's a case personally. I, the only thing that makes it interesting is that this song, this uh, these these moves, uh, the Millie Rock have been actually is in more than just moves. They made a song, you know, right, it's the right, worst right. the worst type of song. It's like the hokey pokey of rap. Right, uh, right, right. But, but, but either way, it is it it is there. There is a song, and they're and they're saying, "Hey, look, we we have these moves. We put a name to it." So that's the only thing where where this the Millie Rock stands out more than than other. Like they have a dance that was that was ripped from the uh, the Scrub Show, but there's absolutely no case there. There's there's right. a, a I, I dance said, I taken from a meme, the, the the Viking dude, you know what I'm saying? Whatever whatever meme that right. that was, the dance Viking. Right. Oh, you he's know. coming Techno out of Germany, Viking, bro. Techno Viking, Techno Viking, yeah, 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 Techno yeah, yeah. Viking's coming on strong, bro. Right. <laughs> he wants to hear. <laughs> yeah, he's he's coming in for his he Fortnite his headphones money. off. Right. <laughs> you better hope he never takes his headphones off because if he takes them off, baby, he's Techno Viking in his way to the lawyer. <laughs> Right, exactly. See, I think I think really this is Pandora's box. I think, I think it's uh uh it shouldn't be a case, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're keeping an eye on it because the, I think the precedence that this would set if it goes through, if Fortnite has to pay, is that any cultural reference in a game has to be paid for. And honestly, I think that's a bit yeah. Too much. No. Well, imagine like I said, what, imagine what Borderlands would have been if they had had to pay for every every joke and and jab and, and that kind of so, stuff. It, it is too much. It's too much. It, like yeah. you can't, you know, you can't. Well, that's you why can't I like, say, uh, oh, go ahead. 
Well, that's what I was saying. Like, you know, certain things are protected, like if it's more elaborate, but being is that it's because it's a simple dance. It's a simple move um, that it doesn't, it's not going to be, it's not going to be protected. And I, I don't, I don't think that they're going to be able to do anything as far as um, two milli, but if anything, it would make some awareness involved, you know, as far as people and their content and how it's getting used um, via, you know, Fortnite. I think, I think, uh, I mean, but once, once you go in and say, okay, well you have to give a name of where you got this from. Right. Um, then I, I, I don't even think they should be required to do that, to be honest, you know, cause once you say, oh, okay, we're giving a name to it, then, then you're more in the right to get money from it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah I, I mean i guess i mean i guess it just depends on how the you know the cookie crumbles like i, I don't know how that's gonna work, pan out you know like i said if you can't if you can't protect something uh, a simple move like that you know and you know i and i'm pretty sure epic's pretty smart man i mean you know that i'm sure they've got the money to pay for their own people that look at these things to see if there's going to be any any issue um so you know i I just don't think there's anything that's going to be able to, to come out other than, you know, awareness for your, you know, dance moves right. and where right, they, you right, know, right. What, how they're being used. Ah, well, we'll see. Uh, well, Fortnite's making money. Hand over fist. Hand over fist. And they make mm. so much money that they're able to actually put this towards uh, a little something, something. Uh, and that something, something is Epic Game Store. Oh my goodness! Ooh. So it's uh, it seems sweet, man. it seems pretty, it's sweet, pretty sweet, right? Sweet. So, I mean, there Here, is. I can a, add a little. I can add a little context. To you this. can. All right, go ahead. Jump on in. Yeah. Go for so, it. um, about a week ago, Steam the Steam the online store came out with an announcement that said, you know, oh great peons, peasants of our realm, <laughs> uh, we are we are going to bless you developers with a little bit better cut on the games that you submit to the Steam Marketplace. Until this past weekend, the cut has always been 70-30 for Steam sales. So the developer gets 70% of every dollar that they uh, sell on the Steam Marketplace, which is very okay, but the 30% is a, is a pretty sizable cut. And so Steam came out and announced like, hey, well, we got some great news for you. If you sell over $50 million on Steam, you now get 75% of the take instead of 70. And if you sell over $100 million, you get 80% of the cut uh, all to yourself. And the rest will take for doing very little. So they uh, they were pretty high on themselves for the creation of these of these basically tiered brackets and and all that that told a lot of people was hey if you're a huge developer and you're gonna make a lot of sales on this platform then uh, you should come here but if you're an indie developer like nothing's changed so right. basically giving giving money back to the people who have lots of money uh, but not three days later it was on Monday of uh, this past of this week uh, Epic released an announcement for what they're calling the Epic Game Store, which is a new online marketplace based with Epic Games. And they have said like, hey, you remember all that noise from last week? Yeah, screw that. Everything on the Epic Game Store is an 88-12 split, no matter what. 
And then you get extra benefits if you decide to build your game with Unreal Engine because that's the Epic Game Engine as well. And they list a whole set of advantages to uh, 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 to to joining this store. So you have a direct relationship with players because you have a, a, a product page where you can post updates and you can send emails to people who decide to follow your, your channel. You can connect with creators directly through this, you know, YouTube creators, Twitch creators, Mixer creators through uh, Fortnite style support a creator programs hosted on this platform. Uh, developers can control their game pages in that they will no longer have ads for other games on your game page, which is apparently an issue on Steam. Uh, but all engines are welcome. You're, you know, UE4 and Unity are encouraged uh, as well. And then uh, when you succeed, we succeed. So yeah, the there's a graphic on this page, and Manny will have the link in the notes here. But you can basically see that... Uh, if you are a developer who is developing with Unreal Engine on Steam, not only are you losing 30% to Steam, you actually lose another 5% to Epic for using Unreal Engine. Or you can go to the Epic Games Marketplace and use Unreal Engine and get 88% versus the 65% you were getting before, which is a huge, huge improvement. So this is very exciting. This is very enticing for developers and very exciting that they can be even more creative because they're a little bit less worried about making back the huge loss of margin for posting on, on Steam. So this is a big win. And I'm very interested to see what this looks like in, uh, in, in two or three years. Well, I think um, like Steam needs real competition. They do. They do like right. very badly. They need real competition. There is there's there's several other online stores out there, but none of them are as as prolific as as Steam is. You know, so it, it Steam is the go to place, right? Um, I think it was fortuitous timing. It's, uh, uh, from what I was reading, as far as their announcement, like maybe, uh steam executives news like something was was coming along this line right so that 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 caused them to react in in giving more of a split you know and if not then it's just it's just really interesting timing because epic comes in with this announcement and and they're uniquely positioned like hey yeah not only is is the split very enticing but apparently the guy that 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 made this uh there is, you know, what I'll, I will add another link that we were we were talking about is the the guy that made the e the uh, Epic Store uh, was the same guy that made this uh, Steam Spy, which is essentially a a, a, a a data aggregate, right? It would go in, look look at Steam, get collect data. So Steam Spy, in fact, was a Steam Spy gathering information, <laughs> and, and he went in to talk about what 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 people liked and didn't like as far as developers making or uh, selling their games on steam and they addressed a lot of those issues so it looks really good it seems to be uh hitting a lot of a lot of the the, the right notes for game developers and epic of course they already have a really big user base they actually in fact they actually all have a larger user base than steam <laughs> yeah, because of Fortnite. Just because of Fortnite, yeah. it's crazy. So, so they are positioned very uniquely 
to to be a real competition to Steam. And you know, the like the 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 ideas of oh well, it's another game launcher. Is there do people actually want that? Well, I mean, the, we'll, we're going to find out if it has legs or not. But Steam needs competition. Competition is better for everybody, you know. So we'll see. True, true. Another news: Bethesda. Bethesda sucks what? right now, apparently. Right? What? Those guys <laughs> what? <are> <laughs> Bethesda <laughs> having trouble? Bethesda, yeah. So, so they took like uh, one step forward, two steps back. So one step forward after an un like, they've been having taking some flack for Fallout seventy six. Uh, as, as a game, people are a little disappointed. People are, you know, freaking lawsuit over over not granting uh, uh, returns, which which it, to me is a, is a silly thing to have a lawsuit over, right? Just just grant people returns for God's sakes, you know. Um, and and then this unbelievable PR blunder. I can't believe this was a thing with the whole nylon ca- canvas you know, bag thing. And they said, hey, we're going to give you a canvas bag. Wait, isn't nylon and canvas the same thing? <laughs> uh, no. Actually, they are not. <laughs> yeah, oh, what? Not, not even. Uh, so so they promised people a really shwanky looking canvas bag, and they, inf- and they gave a nylon, you know, piece of uh, <laughs> trash bag uh, instead. And people were like, yo, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? So Bethesda says, hey, you know what? Give us, uh, tell us if you bought, if you bought the nylon bag, we're going to give you the canvas bag, you know, cause, cause we're, you know, you're deserved, you're owed, you know? Uh, so they, people put in their tickets to say, Hey, I bought this, uh, said game, you know, the special edition. Uh, I would like to receive my canvas bag. And that's cool. You and know, that was hey. the end, and they all lived happily ever after, right, Manny? Right, right. Well, not quite, not quite. Oh, so no. that was the step forward, uh, the two steps back. So the people that that were giving those tickets, there. This was this is so funny. It it was released or discovered via Twitter, right? So somebody who was able to access their ticket when so when when you submit a ticket you can go in and follow up on your own ticket right so when they when someone was logging in to look at their own ticket to see what what's going on with that they were actually able to see everybody else's tickets so that included private information we're talking about credit Uh cards credit card information uh, the purchase history, you know, addresses, like the whole shebang. Uh, so that was a huge, that's a huge, huge thing. I feel so terrible for these Fallout 76 purchasers. They bought the special edition and they've been getting reamed ever since. Oh, it's been special, all right. So Fallout Bethesda, <clears throat> Bethesda for years saving up goodwill points and at the end of 2018 they are just spending it all all of their goodwill is being rapidly depleted over silly moves and this one a very large technical blunder on top of 
it a disappointing uh, rollout of seventy uh, Fallout seventy six. You know. So what do you what do you guys think of 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 the of this one? Ouch, dude. <laughs> Ouch, indeed. <laughs> it, it's it's shocking that a a uh, game and internet based company made this kind of fumble. Shocking. Uh, and this is the first time where the game has not only uh, been to the detriment of of consumers' wallets, but also to their privacy, and that's really bad. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but you never know. Hey, maybe people will get another five dollars of online currency out of the deal. So you know what? That's so that's that's they they uh, for those of you who don't know uh, the initial reaction to the to nylon gate right was hey we'll give you five dollars of credit for giving you a nylon bag instead of a, the promised canvas bag. Uh, and the 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 funny thing about that, as as Ty. Uh, said in previous podcasts is that that's not even enough to cover the the canvas bag in the game, which the is game. Re- a real slap in the face. Then they they had a they came they came to their senses, giving out the con- canvas bag in earnest, and the people that applied for it had all their information leaked, which is so Such <laughs> unbelievable, are. unbelievable. Um. All all articles regarding um, Bethesda go to uh, www.thehardcorecasuals.com for more. Um, I think it's just so, hard for these studios, man. You know, we we hold them up to such a high pedestal when they come out with such great games, and then you know they come out with something and, and, and they just get ripped to shreds, and it's just kind of like, man, we thought you were one of the good guys, and then all of a sudden it's like, nope. No, not so much. No, not so much. Just I, put would, it in I, I don't want to say that, like, oh, it's, it's uh, you know, they're one of the good guys. I don't want to go that far, right? Bethesda, it, you know, they just had a, an incredibly rocky time and some bonehead freaking PR mistakes. Somebody should, at the very least, uh, be chastised. You know, whoever was behind some of these decisions, like maybe even a firing, because there's some huge PR blunders. Unbelievable! I can't, oh, yeah, un- I can't really wrap yeah. my mind around it. T- I mean, whoever me, was in charge of the materials for the bag, like whoever, whoever that guy is or girl, uh, man, I don't, I don't, I don't see how you're gonna have a gig here. It's soon. such, you probably it's had such one job. One a job. silly thing to. To, to to stumble over if if in fact you did not have enough canvas bags that's fine if that is if that's the uh the truth of the matter because that's what they said is that the supplier didn't have enough fine then just add add um the system in place to get the bag that you promised ahead of yeah. time N- nobody would have nobody would have mentioned it just said hey you know we, we have some supply issues you're, you may not notice the canvas bag is not there, but don't worry. Uh, it's coming, blah, blah, blah. Fill out the form. Boom, boom, done. You know? Mm. But then the whole freaking leak. Unforgivable. Oh, yeah. Unforgivable. Yeah. Bethesda, what are you doing? Um, You're going to complain about us? <laughs> We're going to accidentally release your information. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're going to accidentally give give uh, give away all uh <laughs> All your info. So, so Bethesda yeah. is on the ropes, uh, yeah. but we'll see what they. Speaking of, of uh, 
companies uh, on the ropes. Ooh. GameStop. Ooh. Yeah. GameStop. Did you did you hear? There's a we have a, a link here. Uh, GameStop uh, posted a four hundred eighty eight million dollar loss last quarter. Million. Four hundred eighty eight million dollar loss last quarter. That is very significant. What do you guys think? About uh, that? I mean, it's. I, I mean, I think it was. I mean, I, I I know that this has been coming for a hot minute. Um, I mean, if you and if you think of all the everybody has been going to uh, a digital front now, um, and unfortunately, GameStop's higher ups just never. I don't know. Like I, I don't know what they could have done to make things better for themselves, but they obviously didn't pay attention to the trends that were going on. Um, there is. There is a select few that do like collector's editions or physical copies, but uh, for the majority of us, you know, uh, we enjoy things digitally. There's a convenience to it. Um, and I just, they just didn't, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like they caught on to that at all. Um, if you go into a GameStop these days, I mean, it is uh, dominated mostly by merch now. Uh, which they probably should have made that transition sooner rather than later. Um, because, you know, it, obviously for them, you know, they need people to get tired of their old games and bring those games in to keep supplying their bins to get people to want to get a cheap deal on a game anyway. Um, but when we're all not buying physical copies anymore, I mean, if anything, uh, you know, luckily Microsoft has, has thrown them a bone with this backwards compatibility because you wouldn't have any real reason to, you know, fetch those 360 games if you got rid of them, you know what I mean, yeah, a long you're time right. ago. But other than that, I mean, uh, if you look at, uh, you know, like we talked about the Battlefield 5 thing, right? What was it, 63% down uh, physical sales? Well, that's because a, a lot of that percentage is people that are buying digital now and places like GameStop, um and like eb games th those guys are gonna really feel the pinch um unless they change their model um but you know for gamestop here i think what did they say here it was like 13 that counts for uh, a 13.4 percent decline in pre-owned uh, sales so i mean you know uh, the thing not good Game, for GameStop. gamestop like they i i'm it's hard to to really um at least it's hard for me to wrap my, my mind around them not being able to, to, to see the writing on the wall ahead of time. Like they, they should be, should have been able to see the trends that digital was coming out and, and they're still yeah. relying on, on trade-ins like that's, that's such an antiquated thing at this point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and they, they get, I mean, the market of trade-ins is struggling. So in turn, they have, they have to, give less and less right uh or offer right. less and less for trade-ins and and uh in oh, doing bad, so man. because it's financially it makes financial sense to offer offer less when when the the, the used market is being dried up um right. they're pissing off the people that are trying to trade it in you know what i'm saying there's so yeah, many people that are that are like legit angry at <laughs> 
at GameStop because like, yo, you offered me like pennies on the dollar. Well, of course, realistically, right. what, what do you expect? It's a trade in, you know, it's right. a business. It's going to be I pennies on not. the dollar. I have uh, the original uh, Gears of War, right? In a, in a, in the limited edition tin can with a little special booklet and everything. And, and at one point I had, I had some traded some stuff in and I had that in there with it. Cause you know, I just wasn't playing it anymore. And you know, I moved on and uh, now they literally offered me, I think I was like uh five cents. Whoa. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? For five cents, I think I'm just going to hold on to it, man. Like I was like, it, uh, I could probably recycle the tin from the case and get more than five cents. Right. So I'm just going to hang on to it. And I still have it because of that reason. Oh, and, um, and, and, and there's, there's more, you know, other companies jumped into the to the trade and deal. You know, but again, that time is 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 past, and uh, you can you can trade it in or sell it. There's other there's other avenues to do so. You go to eBay or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to go out there and probably find better deals just by a straight mm-hmm. transaction. You selling it on your own. You know. Yeah, and then I think uh, you know developers and stuff now are stopped feeding That's, the beast. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, there's, Absolutely. There's no, you know, remember when it was a big deal to go to, to go get the newest Call of Duty at midnight? Like that was a thing. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like I used to go right. with friends, the midnight release for this game or the midnight release for that game. Like, you know what I mean? It was like you would right. go and, uh, you know, it, it was kind of like an event, man. And it was fun. You know, you'd get to hang out with other gamers. They would have like almost like a little party going on at GameStop, man. And you used to go and you would get something more than just a stinking poster, man. You know, nowadays, uh, that's all you get. Like, oh, you want to pre-order it? And it's like, mm, not really. Nothing yeah, good. not really. It doesn't make as much sense. Uh, gaming, the environment of gaming has has changed, and they're still holding on to this this old uh, this you know the old trade in system to make their their money. Yeah, yeah. Um, so game. Uh, so so there's a lot of people that are angry uh, about GameStop, but if GameStop, in fact goes under it's gonna be a sad it's gonna be a sad thing you know like when you go to the malls you know god god you know forbid i find myself in a mall without GameStop. what the hell am i gonna do you know what i'm saying like i'm following uh people around you know looking at uh shoes and 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 whatnot you know i want to i want to say hey let me take a break let me take a GameStop break <laughs> let me go in yeah, and no, see man. what's going on here you you're know? gonna be on your smartphone surfing the uh, microsoft store for the digital <laughs> deal and have it downloaded in on your uh, xbox for when you get home from the mall that's what it's gonna be <laughs> yeah yeah i mean but there's i mean I, I, and like you said before though like it used to be part of of the deal for for gaming yeah. right you go in you have part of the, the moment yeah know? the midnight releases like you know if that's all gone i you know I, i'll miss it i'll miss it i think i think uh the loss of gamestop would be felt throughout throughout gaming uh and it and it would be a sad a sad day to see it go so i'm rooting for gamestop i hope they they find a better you know solution or whatever but they're in trouble I'll they're in straight up trouble it. they're in trouble and and if and if it's true, like I'm, you're reading other articles saying, "Hey, they're looking for people to buy." This does not make it easy for them to sell their company. Like, oh yeah, buy us, but oh, yeah. we also yeah, lost, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're yeah they've been on sale a half for a billion before, dollars. 
even before uh, this article came out, they'd been on, you know, on sale. So they're looking for buyers. Anybody wants to take that on? I think I, I think GameStop, GameStop really missed the boat on on where gaming is going. You know, like if I was GameStop, if I was GameStop, I would I would have you know a streamer in GameStop in almost all of the stores. I would have gaming competitions store versus store. You know what I'm saying, and make it a big deal. You know, uh, like the store, and then you know, fly fly out the winners to to the ultimate GameStop store versus store showdown. Like you, you have people interest, give people real interest and reason to 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 show up to GameStop. You know, we you, you know if you stream and then hey, you know what we're streaming. Uh, this is your local store. You start getting your own little community, and uh, and say hey, stop by if you know if you if you want have questions on games or stop by if you have questions on streaming equipment blah 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 like it's a freaking no-brainer you know yeah for us <laughs> not so much for them oh well what are you gonna do so what are you um gonna do? yeah yeah um and and i guess uh i guess i guess that is that for for the news um Let's go. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the iTunes reviews. So, so this is going to be the last uh, episode. Well, not last episode, uh, but next week we're going to sh- have a pre-recorded conversation with uh, Chronic Crusader, which is going to be awesome. Check that out. Nice. Uh, so we we have some some comments. We're sitting on some comments. Yeah. We missed it last week. Shame. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm going to give a confession. Shame. I'm gonna tell you why. I missed it because I was I I was the ha- the last like 15 minutes of the podcast recording, I was I was like muting and unmuting my mic. Like I was I was struggling with uh with uh prairie dogging. You know what I'm saying? Some gurgles, huh? I was some. <laughs> I was I was a rumble uh, in the Bronx. A little rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, it was a little little you know prairie dogging. Some uh, some turtlenecking is also common. Uh, uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, I had to go to the bathroom in, in a major way, and I was, and then the second there was an uh, a light uh, uh, to close, I was like, "All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're out," and I closed it and I ran, ran <laughs> and I ran. So I apologize. We missed the, uh, the 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 comments. So let's go ahead and 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 dabble in those. Um, looking at iTunes comments, first of all, thank you so much for for giving the five star reviews. And leaving a comment. This one is from Insidious D. It says, uh, "It said oh, you be please. like is the title, and it goes so. It's like getting some Oreos and a big glass of milk, and dunking those sweet sweet treats, then eating them up. Great news uh, additions to all to all things revolving around gaming, comics, movies, and streaming. Thanks. Well, I thank you, <laughs> Insidious D." <laughs> Wonderfully You're descriptive. You're welcome for that Oreo. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh, that was a wonderful, wonderful comment. We have another one from uh, from our good friend NK Wo. Oh baby, thank you, uh, NK Wo, dropping a little five star review here. And um, he says, "Wonderful show, focused on the world of gaming and entertainment. Uh, hosts are amazing. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Hosts are amazingly diverse, highly passionate about Xbox, and make the listener feel like that like they're part of the family. A ten out of ten would listen again. Uh, when did this turn hey, into an eBay user review? <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Thank you so much, nice. uh, Nick. Well, uh, and you know we also have another comment. You know I, I don't know if you if you guys knew, um, but we have a website, thehardcorecasuals.com. And at the end of every podcast, you can you can see it on the website. We also have the notes that we mention from time to time. And on the bottom of the notes, you can actually leave a comment. And uh, we're going to try and uh, make sure we take a, take a look at these. And we'll mention some from time to time. Um, and here goes from Lahari, a good friend of the Hardcore Casuals. Also a streamer on Mixer. He goes, uh, let's try this comment thing. First of all, I'm listening to you guys since the since the first episode. I am constantly yelling at Manny. It's true. It's true. He's constantly yelling at Manny about how awesome your podcast is. Uh, so so let me take a moment here to say to say it to all of you as well. Great stuff. Keep up the great work. Uh, regarding the latest episode, and he wrote this on um, episode 16, which was the Thankfully Almond episode. Um it goes, regarding the latest episode, I did not like that I had to wait significantly longer to get my weekly fix because we, we gave it uh, a, a day earlier for Patreon sub club members. Because I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I get this. Uh, I get this is a Patreon perk. I was just not prepared for that extra wait. Um, but the interview style theme of this one, I really enjoyed since you since you uh, really get to know some of you guys a little better. So I'm looking forward to more where that came from. So so for those of you who don't know, that's episode 16. That's where we just sat down, more casual, no news, just talking about, uh, you know, how Almond and I got, got to know each other and starting Hardcore Casuals and just getting to know Almond uh, a little bit better. So, so yeah, thank you so much, Lahari, for that awesome wonderful stuff. comment. And, uh, yeah, I Good. guess we could talk about... Nice, uh, man. About uh, what's what's going on with with Game Pass, Buddha? Yeah, I'm gonna run through it real quick here. Some of this stuff we had talked about already. So for Game Pass, we've got Mortal Kombat X. So if you saw that gruesome trailer and want to play some Mortal Kombat, head on over to Game Pass. Um, that'll be there. Uh, Kingdom Two Crowns uh, will be showing up uh, December 11th. Uh, we've got the Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. That'll be on the 13th. Uh, Spin Tires, Mud Runner. If you like. Uh, Big trucks and uh, wailing through the mud. Uh, that's the game for you. And then uh, highly anticipated uh, below uh, December 14th is when that'll be coming out. Um, you've heard us talk a lot about Hellblade and uh, how great of a game that is. Uh, do yourself a favor on December 17th. Go check that out off of Game Pass. Uh, also a good game. Uh, Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition will be coming out December 20th. Uh, and then rounded out uh, for December will be a Shadow Warrior Two, and that's going to be on the on the twentieth. Uh, we already talked about Ashen already being uh, available now, and Mutant Year Zero also on Game Pass as well. Mutant so Mutant Year Zero. I've been watching Severian play that one. It looks really really interesting. Yeah, I mean, if you like XCOM, I mean, that's right. gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna try X, it out. Why not? Yeah. Why not? It looks it looks good. It looks good. And Mortal yeah, Kombat X, hell yeah, baby. Um, yeah. I, 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 that's a game 
the thing is like I wish I was good at at fighting games. So I don't necessarily go out to pick them up so much. I love them, but I'm so bad at them. I'm so bad at them. So yeah, Game Pass, thank you. <laughs> and then we've got our games of gold, which is gonna be Cube Two. Um Never Alone, which was a really good game that we talked about. Uh, Dragon Age 2 and Race to the Sun. Our backwards compatible games are going to be The Darkness and uh, talking about XCOM, The Bureau. I don't know if you guys ever tried that out, but that was a pretty cool XCOM uh, version of the game. Um, as far as our new games this week, uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2 uh, is going to be the expansion. And then we've got uh, also Path of Exile Betrayal and, of course, Super Smash Bros., a little little game oh yeah but other than that, that one that one uh hit it up with a big old splash super smash bros yeah yeah smashing 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 yeah, yeah. smashing its there way through but that's what i got guys all righty well um do we have uh do we have anything to add uh that's all i got man. anything else are we done well, uh, well, you know, I just want to say, you know, because uh, we're going to be dropping our um, other content uh, via podcast, so you're not going to get our usual daily news uh, for the rest of this month. I just want to tell everybody happy holidays. Thank you so much for um, helping us uh, live this little dream that we have as uh, a podcast. We have such a good time doing it. Uh, and we truly appreciate uh, all you guys that listen or leave reviews or visit the website, hang out in the Discord, join us in our streams. We really dig it, and we appreciate you. Thank you. What a guy. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this this is, is likely going to be the, the the last, you know, weekly recorded of the uh, of the year. 2018. So thank you so much, for real. Like, can you believe, like, like last year, this was was an an idea, and now we have the podcast and the website and and everything, and it's really amazing. It's been a it's been a wonderful uh, experience making this with you guys, and thank you everybody who who takes the time week over week to to listen uh, and leave comments and leave reviews. You guys are amazing, and yeah, I hope you have a wonderful holidays. Hell yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And on that note, make sure to check out the website. I don't know if I mentioned that. The website. <laughs> the hardcore casuals dot com. Guys, um, you know, if you if you uh, check out the website, we have the uh uh podcast notes, right? You can leave your comments. We definitely love to read them. Um and really we would appreciate the iTunes reviews. That's a, it makes a big deal. So if you have iTunes or access to iTunes, go to the podcast, go to Hardcore Casuals, leave a listen or drop a listen and and uh, uh the five-star review would would go a long way to helping us out. And um if you read a little comment with a five-star review, we will read it um on on uh on stream or i'm sorry i'm sorry on on podcast <laughs> um so yeah there you go the hardcorecasuals.com discord the hardcorecasuals.com slash discord to join the community patreon hardcorecasuals.com slash patreon if uh if you feel it in your heart to uh to help us out oh baby we will be very grateful uh and until next time guys peace later excelsior you mo's Oh, baby. <laughs>